It's time to dig in and discuss the questions on the minds of today's leaders. You are listening to The Kathleen Reeson Show, pushing the boundaries of leadership. This is where we get vulnerable, raw, and authentic about the stuff that really matters. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Reeson. Welcome to The Kathleen Reeson Show, pushing the boundaries of leadership here on Inspired Choices Network. And I have such a treat for you today. Today, we're talking about are you living an extraordinary life? So just let that sink in for a moment. Are you living an extraordinary life? Really think how you would answer that. Yes or no. And if it's a no, it doesn't mean it's forever. It just means in this moment, we get to, we get to really look at some other tools and amp it up. And if it's a yes, awesome. But I have a fantastic guest, a good friend of mine, Carrie Stanley, here with us today. Carrie, say hi. Hi. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Yes. So so I brought Carrie on for all of you for a lot of different reasons. But one, Carrie's a good friend of mine. She's a mentor of mine. And Carrie, I remember a very specific moment. Maybe you remember this. But through one of our experiences, Mm -hmm. you told me, you said, I said, surrender is so hard because I was really working on practicing surrender. And you said, just looked me in the eyes and said, surrender isn't hard. Resistance is hard. Do you remember that moment? I do. I do. And that I've carried that with me. Of Absolutely. It hit me like between the eyes. Of course, the resistance is hard, but the surrender isn't. And that really it, it capsulizes what we're talking about today when we're leading an extraordinary life leading it isn't actually hard. It's, it's really creating then the resistance to it. And I, you have figured out how to work around that. So you're leading the grace under fire movement, grace. You've got two boys that are in the high school sports, all kinds of stuff. You've got a lot going on in your life and I'm not going to steal your thunder. I want you to share that everything that you've got going on. But what I see in you is that you still create these extraordinary moments. And that's what we're here to talk about today. So Carrie, So excited to have you. Will you share a little bit about what you're up to? Yeah, you bet. Thank you so much for the intro. And I so remember that moment. Like I remember where I was standing and it was such a pinnacle moment because you can feel the energy when something just like hits and it's just what you needed to hear. And I think for everyone listening, this idea of surrender, I just want to talk into that just for a second. I have one of my absolute best friends. We've done the emotional intelligence work together as well. And she was the same. She was like, I don't get this whole surrender thing. And so she went on one of my retreats because one of the things that I do is I run global retreats all over the world in amazing places. But what's so amazing about it is you get to truly experience because we can hear the words, we can hear the the, we can gain all the knowledge, all the things, but until we put it into action and we put ourselves in uncomfortable places and allow ourselves to get away from it all, it sometimes doesn't actually sink into our body. And so she was like, I'm going to go on this retreat. And in this retreat, she's like my intention. And you and I are really big on set an intention for everything that you are going to like, don't just like let life just go by, like set an intention of what you want to create. And so her intention was, I want to like really understand surrender because it had been waving the white flag, rolling over, giving up, like that's what surrender meant to her. And it was on the zip line 
that she had a really big moment of understanding because she watched all these women. So speaking into the resistance, she watched all these women that were like deathly afraid of the zip line and going across and they were gripping so hard. And that's what we do when we're trying to control our life is we're, we're, we're holding on so hard. And she was like, there's just such power in letting go and being supported and there was freedom and fun and joy and all of this that was available. So it was like, I get to choose how I want to experience the zip line. I get to choose how I want to experience life. I get to choose, do I want to live ordinary and live? I just saw a quote from Ed Milet this morning that says, that says like, I, I get now it left me, but I get to choose the ordinary or the extraordinary, or I can choose to be scared of failure and actually not go there. And so which one is it that you are choosing to live? So my mission, I came from the corporate space, I actually came from healthcare, bedside healthcare, and then corporate healthcare. And my entire mission was I, I truly lost the feeling of actually living life. And in that, what happened was I became so serious. You guys like, do any of you feel like you live life so serious? Yes. And so I I became so serious. And so I was so focused on, um, looking perfect. And it's so funny because I've got I've got a mug that's brave over perfect. I I lived in the land of perfect over brave. That was my life. And so I I lived in that for so long and I was doing all the right things. And along the way, I just realized there was no carry left in it. It was just all the sheds of life, those types of things. And now what I'm up to in the world is I got to discover how to actually loosen up the reins, not be so serious, realize that I can actually go farther when I let go of some of that. And I get out of the box. I say that we live in this box that is a cage with the door wide open. And we're so frustrated about our lives at times. And the door is just wide open and it's about choosing to walk through it and choose how you want to experience life. So I have the honor of, of helping women fully step into this empowered, fulfilled on fire life and whatever that looks like for them. And it's super exciting. I love what you're up to. And I get to go on to a retreat. I'm very excited. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And whether you are a, a woman or a man or however you associate, know that what we're sharing today and what we're talking about really lands with anybody that it's not specific to one one gender. And it's really just these principles. And I want to call forward a few that you mentioned, because Mm -hmm. the language that you and I use isn't necessarily language that the rest of the world use. You talk about get to, Mm -hmm. so I get to make choices. And that is an easy concept for you and I to say, but when we're in a really tough situation, it, it can be really hard to think I get to make a choice when our choices don't seem very exciting to us. So can you talk about that language of the get to. Yeah. And it's so funny because my kids who are 17, almost 18, they turn 18 in two more months. They'll be seniors this year. It's so funny because they have picked it up because they all, they always say, mom, you just always say get to like, you know, how come you say get to? So we, we actually even talk about it in our, in our own household. And it's really a perspective, like everything is a perspective shift. 
everything is a perspective shift because when we step back and we look at our life, we, we have choices. We may not feel like we have choices. Like let's say I'm in a job that I don't, I don't love, but it's paying the bills. Um, maybe you are, maybe you're in a golden handcuff situation, um, where you feel like it's really, really paying the bills. And so the, the risk of walking away feels like, like, I don't want to take that risk because of what it does create, or maybe you are in something that, um, you're really, really good at, you don't feel like you're great at, but you're really, really good at. And, and it's creating some stability for you as well. Like whatever that may be. Um, or you could be in a myriad of situations, but we have a choice when we look at that to say, do I actually have choice here? And when we step back and look at it, we always have choice. We may not feel like it, but we always have choice. So I can choose to stay in the job. I can choose for ha- to have the paycheck. I can choose for it to pay the bills or I can walk away or I can get a different job or I can stay in the marriage or I cannot, or I can, you know, all the different things. And so the question is, is what am I choosing? And then starting to see the get to in it. So I always say there's always a place of empowerment Because when I'm not standing in, I'm actually choosing this, even if I don't like it, I'm still choosing it because there's something in it for me somewhere. There is something in it for me. So there's always a get to. So even the laundry, even the laundry. Yes. Yes, I have to remind myself of that, but yes. (laughs) Yeah, because. Because right now I've got one son that's playing, um, he's playing basketball, uh, football and baseball and so and golf. And so right now the laundry is uh, matter of fact, matter of fact, before we even started taping this morning, I had my other son being like, is there any clean underwear? And he's going to the gym and several different things. And so both of them are in like this constant, it like laundry is just constant for both of them. And I could get frustrated about that. I could get frustrated about that. I could, I could go into a story of I have to do laundry and all of this. But the truth of it is they're seniors. Like they are, I'm only going to, yes, they will come home from college or yes, they will have their moments. But that laundry is actually sacred right now when I really think about it because I get to do their laundry for the next year and truly just be like, I get to be at their baseball games. I get to see this experience. I get to all of those things. So in everything we have a choice. And when we see why am I actually doing it and switching from, I have to, I get to, it changes everything. The moment that's coming up for me around this yesterday, we took the boys to an event and it was a lunch event. And my boys are out in public all the time. They eat at school. They eat everywhere. But I noticed my oldest, who he's 13, he was eating a baked potato and he was eating it with his hands. I thought, this is really interesting. And my first reaction was, what are you doing? Use your fork. And he looked at me like, that's, what are you talking about? That's not how you eat a potato. And I realized, oh, we took him to medieval times a month ago. Oh, I haven't been there. Okay. Well, at medieval times, you eat with your hands. Everything is designed to eat with your hands. 
And before that, we don't serve our children whole baked potatoes. We, they, they would never eat that much. They would eat a half of a baked potato. And so he really, that would make sense then that he would eat it with a fork. And so I realized I had this choice in the moment because at on one hand, I could be embarrassed that he's choosing in front of all of these other people to just eat this potato with his hands. And it's something simple like that, where when we're talking about leading an ordinary life versus an extraordinary life, I could get frustrated about that. I could be embarrassed. I could, I could be mad at him. I could just let it go. Or I could gently direct him in another way. Like all these choices that are happening while there's this emotion of, oh my gosh, do people think that we don't have manners for our children or we don't educate them? And I will tell you the way my children ate pre-COVID and post-COVID is different. Mm-hmm. And so you think about that, all those, mo- that that's happening in a single moment. And yet those series of moments define us. And that's what I hear you saying of, okay, like, pause. It's the surrender moment of one, does it really matter? And yet nobody around cared. Nobody cared. I care, but nobody else cared. And so it's just really understanding that. That's what I hear from this choice of going back to, okay, are we going to let this moment define us? Or are we going to let what we want to be create define us? Yeah. And what I love about what you're saying is there's so much, there's so much we can learn in parenting. There's so much that is about creating an image that our ego is trying to create because we've learned that that's the right way or the should way or those types of things. And we're worried about what it will look like on us. There was a amazing, uh, 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 Brene Brown episode I was listening to that she was like, you can unpack every, every conversation you're having, even with your husband or, or what's happening in your household, all of it comes back to this ego conversation about what does it make me look like? And when we can step into freedom and authenticity, and I know you and I talk about authenticity a lot, when we can finally free ourselves and step into the woman or the man that we truly desire to be. And we can fully allow the space for our kids to explore and step into that for themselves. Like that's when extraordinary is birthed. That's when we can step into all of that because we've started like taking off all the rules that we have just adopted and said, that's the way it's supposed to be. But there's this internal searching that's wondering like, do I want to eat a baked potato with my hands? Just like they do in what's the, I'm trying to think. Medieval times. Yes. But there's a country that if you always go to their type of restaurants, you sit on the floor and you eat with your hands and it starts with an A. I, I can't remember it right now, but, um, and that's why I love travel so much because it makes you, especially when you travel to different countries, it really has you have a perspective shift of, wait a minute, the way that it is in the U.S., for example, isn't at all the way it is if you're in you know, Germany or Australia or whatever. And it just really has you open up this idea of there's so many different ways to live our lives. Yeah. And so what if I started choosing to live life? into the fullness of what excites me and has me come alive. Because when you're extraordinary, when you're stepping into your version of extraordinary, everyone around you is, is 
feeds off of that energy. And they're like, I want some of what you have. When we were talking about the seriousness before, we're doing that because of an image of what we, again, what we have associated of, of how and what we thought was important. When we shift all of that and we're around somebody that's free, it's addicting. It is addicting because yeah. nobody wants to be around somebody that's serious all the time. That's not any fun. We're like, going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to pick this back up and go into deeper about the extraordinary life. Thank you for defining that. And we get to figure out how do we really do that for ourselves? What's the step we can take to, to move us closer to that direction? Right, we're going to listen to this quick break. You're listening to the Kathleen Reeson Show, Pushing the Boundaries of Leadership. Enjoy this break. Talk to you in just a second. Are you enjoying the conversations on the Kathleen Reeson Show? Kathleen speaks both in person and virtually at companies, conferences, and retreats all over the world. Learn about booking Kathleen Reeson for your next event at KathleenReeson.com. That's KathleenReeson.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to the Kathleen Reeson Show, pushing the boundaries of leadership. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the Kathleen Reeson Show, pushing the boundaries of leadership here on Inspired Choices Network. And today we've been talking with my friend and guest, Carrie Stanley. Hi, Carrie. Hi. And so one of the things that I think you do really well, Carrie, in creating an extraordinary life is you share your vision. I have a post-it note on my computer. We're going we're gonna to put this out into the world. You know what I'm going to say, Carrie? This oh my gosh, I do. <laughs> I have a post-it note on my on my computer that says carry date, because my intention is to call forward someone that would be in a, in a good romantic partnership with you, Carrie. But the only reason that I know that that is a thing is because you shared that that's a path you get to go on. Mm -hmm. And you shared with me that you get to run Boston, the Boston Marathon in a qualifying time. And I happened to know somebody who's a really great runner's coach who's run Boston Marathon, who's trained people to, that also have qualified and run Boston Marathon. And it was very easy for me to introduce you to her. So what you do really well is you share into the world what you want, the intention piece that we're talking about earlier, so that others can come along and support. And so can you talk more about how you identify what it is that you want? Yes. Oh my gosh. First of all, this is why it's so incredibly important to surround yourself with other people that are living intentionally that you can be connected to. Like we are not meant to do this life alone. It's not the way that we Amen. were set up. Yes. And so one of the biggest things, because I was definitely that person that was 
very willing to, and I don't know if any of you can relate, but I was very willing to help you. And I was very willing to do all of those things. But when it came to receiving, when it came to people knowing about my stuff, I was like, oh no, let me deflect and turn that right back around on, you know, onto you. And, and so what happened was I, I had this realization, part of it through one of the emotional intelligence trainings that we went through, I had this realization that all of that deflecting was sending a mixed message out to the world because I would, I had a story that was, I, I every, it got to be for everybody else, but not for me. And so I lived in that for a really long time. And I, I got to really step into one claiming my vision, claiming what I wanted, which was a big step. And then actually seeking out support. And when you think about people that are out there that have, you know, books that are being published right now and those types of things, you might write it on your own, but then you have somebody support you with the publishing of it, with the publicity of it, with all of those things. And then you rally, like if you really look at the top leaders, they rally their network to help them with supporting and getting it out there. And we get to stand in, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. So you can go the alone route or what I say is way more fun is surround yourself with fun people that are up to fun things that want to see you win and that are in it with you. So how do I personally get connected to what do I want? I listen to the basics of the whispers. So I'm a big believer in finding time for stillness, finding time to get connected. And I always say, know thyself. And one of the biggest reasons we're not living out a full extraordinary life is we haven't made space for ourselves. We're living in the busy. We're living in all the shoulds. We're living in all of that. And we just haven't taken time to truly enjoy life and find out what lights us up. And so one is just step back and start enjoying your life today? Like, what would that look like? And it could be, I'm going to go take a walk in nature. I'm going to go roll down the hill. Like I did when I was a little kid or climb a tree or, um, something like that. It could be, you know what? I've always wanted to go take one of those painting classes and just see what would happen or different things like that. And so one of the thing is just like, trust some of the sparks of like little pings of things that you've wanted to do, you've been interested in. If you have a something that you've been saying, I've always wanted to, like Boston Marathon for me, it started out because your vision will evolve. It started out as I think I want to do a half marathon, but I would never want to do a full marathon. Like that's where I was, right? And so then I started, I finally got off the sidelines of my life. Finally, instead of saying one day, I finally signed up for a half marathon because once I finally signed up for it, it was like, okay, it's go time. And then I trained and then I did my first half marathon. And then I was like, well, that's kind of cool. And I combined for me, and this is important for all of you, is to step back and say, what are the things, especially that I loved when I was little? When I was a little girl, a little boy, there's insight into who you are naturally that has always wanted to come to life. So ask yourself, 
how did I enjoy life when I was a little kid? What intrigued me? What was I like when I was little? Those types of things. And so I have always loved travel and adventure and going to different places. And I was the little kid that was always climbing a tree and different things like that. So it's no surprise now that I've combined my love of, I'm also a connector and I came from healthcare. So I love helping people. So I was like, how can I help people climb trees, travel the world, those types of things in a very meaningful way. So now I run international retreats that are all about empowering women to step in. And so I've combined those things together and that's what makes you uniquely you. You have those signs from when you were young, you have those signs from what does everybody naturally come to me for that I discount because it's already natural to you. And so, so what are those things? And so start looking and just being curious about what are those things? And so my half marathons, then after I did seven half marathons and they were destination half marathons because I combined it with travel, I then started having that little, like, I think I want to try a full marathon. Never thought I would, but it's 10 years later. And I think I want to try a full marathon. And then a full marathon was like, okay, well, what if I did the big marathons, you know, and then I have a dream to do a marathon in another country. So that's one of my dreams is to do my first international marathon. And so that's where it's like, just start, just start right where you are with how can I just enjoy my life even more right now? I get to be curious. I get to play. I get to start seeing what lights me up, what I enjoy, what what won't let go of me? I always say that's a clue. What won't let go of you? Um, that it just keeps being there because I had a mentor one time that said, if the dream is in you, it's for you. <laughs> you wouldn't have it if it wasn't in you. So even if there's a part of you, cause there's a part of me that says, can I ever be fast enough to qualify for Boston? Well, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because if there's it in me and I'm willing to put in the, the support and the training and all the things, I will never know unless I try. I will never know unless I allow myself to go through the training. And more than likely, it wouldn't be in me if it's not, if it's not possible. Listen to what your body is telling you because your body actually lights up around certain things. So there's two years ago, I have a marker board in my office. And I wrote out a, a plan for how I was going to approach a certain challenge. And I wasn't working on this challenge or anything. It just was one that was on my heart. And I just wrote it out. And I didn't know what to do with it. I talked about it to somebody at the time. And that was it. And I didn't end up moving forward with it. But in the back of my mind, it's been there. And a couple months ago, I said to somebody else, I said, what if? And then I said another iteration of the same challenge. And he was like, oh, yeah, this is great. Let's build all this out. So we did. We didn't do anything with it. And then a couple of weeks ago, I said, okay, this just keeps coming up and I get to flow out. And that was, I ended up writing the book and this, I get to move yes. in this area. But what the coolest thing happened Friday. So it's lower well, Monday here, but Friday. And on Friday, I got this note from somebody that I didn't know that said, hey, would you come speak on this topic? 
to our audience. And wouldn't you, of course you would believe it, Carrie. The topic was exactly this topic that just keeps floating in my head for the last two years. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that cool how that works? And it's truly exactly what you're saying of when we're really clear, it's coming out of you. you. You can't hide from it. It's just there. And if you don't listen to it, it's just going to get more and more obvious. So for you, you'll just get more connections to Boston until finally you realize <laughs> you, you'll just be in Boston. If, you, if this one hadn't been your commitment, you would end up being in Boston, seeing the marathon and be like, oh, wouldn't this be great? Yeah. Yeah. It's the I connections that happen. It is. It's so funny. Cause it's like, when we will start saying yes, because this is the big thing is just ask yourself, what am I saying yes to? And what am I saying no to? Mm-hmm. And does it align with the, the way that I actually want to live my life and really just take a step back to say all of my yeses are no to something else. And all of my no's are yes to something else. So get really intentional about yeses and no's. And one of the things that I noticed was the more that I've stepped into the Boston energy, just like you said, it's like the, you know, the, you decide on this one car and then all of a sudden you've never seen that car anywhere. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you see them everywhere, right? Because the universe conspires in our energy. And so whatever energy I'm in, it will start showing up when I'm a yes to it. And so I'm a yes to Boston. And so it's, everywhere right now. It's, it's on the dating sites right now. It's, it is uh, speaking opportunities right now. And somebody just sent me a message the other day and they said that the finish line is up year round. And I was like, Oh, how cool is that? Like, I don't know any other race that that's, that's the way it is. You know, it's such an iconic race. And so, and somebody said, I'm going to be by it next week. And I, it was just, it's just everywhere. And so, so pay attention to those types of things because they're guiding us and we are just developing into the person that can create that. Mm -hmm. And it's just up to us to keep stepping, you know, one more step and one more step and one more step. And sometimes that means saying no to something that has just been a good in our life. So we can get to great. And sometimes it's saying yes to something that is really scary, but that's where the juice of an extraordinary life is. So yeah. I heard speak your vision, share it with people with your create a network of people around you because they'll lift you up. So, so much in this segment that we just touched, there was one thing that you said that we're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, I want to dig into it a little bit more. And that was living on the sidelines. So mm-hmm. when am I going to stop living on the sidelines? So we are going on a quick break. And when we get back, that's where we're going to pick up. So you're listening to the Kathleen Reeson show, pushing the boundaries of leadership. We will talk with you just after this break. Are you enjoying the conversations on the Kathleen Reeson show? Kathleen speaks both in person and virtually at companies, conferences, and retreats all over the world. Learn about booking Kathleen Reeson for your next event at KathleenReeson.com. That's KathleenReeson.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. 
Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to The Kathleen Reeson Show, pushing the boundaries of leadership. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson. And for any of you watching the TV version, you can see the sword that I was playing with over the break. This is one that my kids play with. But what it really reminds me of is creative imagination and how really anything, this is just a piece of wood, and they create hours and hours of fun. Depending on how we look at it, if you were just listening to it, it would sound like over and over for hours on end. <laughs> they're having so much fun. And I, that's really when we talk about choice and where we, how we get to be, that's a really great reflection of that, of where are we letting ourselves play. And so this, let's go back to the playing on the sidelines. So you mentioned that, and that really is such a powerful vision. Think about a soccer field, a football field, anywhere, any kind of game or sport that we play, or the pool. Say you're on the pool, you're sitting on the pool deck, you're not in the pool, in the action. So Carrie, what does it mean to you when we say sitting on the sidelines versus being in the game? Mm. I love this so much because I was leading I was leading a retreat back in October it, here in my hometown and somebody had flown in for it and we'd gone to the park and I had them all play like go swing go on the slides go do some different things like that and one of the one of the women she specifically went to like like a little baseball field that was there in the park and she sat there and I think there was like a t-ball game or something like that and she had this moment of realizing that she was living her life from the bleachers. She was living her life watching other people play, um, but she was playing safe on the bleachers. And she was like, what would it be like? Like, what would my life look like if I decided to get on the field? And, you know, she was, she, you know, 60s, like really just in that next chapter, next season of life. And she decided to move to Manhattan, like move into the city. She's selling everything and moving into the city. And she's just starting this brand new life that was just, where do I get to create now? And for me personally, I want to take you into a very quick story of I, I had built my career in healthcare. I had, um, I really was, I was a great leader. I was very well respected and I had great results in my life. I'm sure many of you can relate. I had great results in my life other than I'd already been through a divorce and, you know, there was some things falling apart, but in general, from the outside world, I had great results from that standpoint. I was a generally upbeat, energetic you know, all in type of person. And there was this pinnacle moment where I lost my job. I made a decision that was, that was a decision that was really important to me, but it went against the, the policy. And so I knew I was taking a risk. It was one of the biggest risks in my life, but I, I took it from, I'm willing to pay this consequence and I got to pay the consequence. And so I lost my job and I had this moment of realizing how much I had lost myself in this process. This was part of that 
like big moment of realizing how did I get here, you know? And I, it was a week later and I was in New York city and it was Christmas time and I was with my mom and I was standing on the corner of 34th street. I was at Macy's standing on the corner of 34th street and I sat there and I looked at the snow was coming down. I felt like I was in this little snow globe. It was cr the crunchy, fresh snow. The snow is coming down. And I was just in that numb state of like, okay, I've lost my job. I'm a single mom. I've, you know, how, what do I do now? And I stood there on that intersection and there was the painted window on Macy's for Christmas and it had this little boy on it and he was looking at this book and his eyes were just like lit up, you know, like little kids eyes that are just lit up and it was, it was all painted and you could just see like the wonder that was in him. And then across the top, it said, believe. And I had this moment of realizing I was at the intersection of my life. And so I've always gone right. I was always the one that everything needed to look good. Everything needed to be perfect. I needed to follow the track. I needed all of that. And it wasn't really working out all that great, even though on paper it was working out, but it wasn't really working out all that great. And I just had this moment that said, when did you abandon the little girl that loved to be in curiosity? When did you abandon the little girl that loved to dream and loved to adventure and took off across the ravines and ended up at her grandma's house, you know, into the woods and across the way to grandmother's house we go. That was me when I was little. It was like, when did you abandon all the dreams that she had? What would happen if you started to go left? And so for me, it, the living on the sidelines in that moment was now choosing what left looked like for me, which was risky, freedom, adventure, curiosity, being willing to fail and get back up again. It was creating this brand new blank split blank slate, just like a little kid, just like somebody who is like in this, what could happen Instead of the, instead of the, I heard somebody talk about it as what if down, we always are thinking about what if all the negative things happen. Like I started to play this game of, instead of playing on the safe sidelines and playing the what if down game. So I'm always doing the safe, like everything, everything's going to be controlled and work out. What if I started playing the what if up game? like a little kid does. What if this could happen? Oh, what if this could happen? Oh, what if this could happen? And so I got off the sidelines and started just saying yes to the things that I had always wanted. Like I started saying yes to, well, I've never done the half marathon. Let's do that. Oh, well, I've never done that. I want to do that. I've said that one day I will. And one day became now. One day became Let's start saying yes to life. Let's start saying yes to living instead of saying yes to safe because it is not our job to arrive safely at the end of our life. It is our job to be on the rocking chair as a little old lady, like my 90, 
uh, yesterday was the anniversary of my 90. She was 96 when she passed away. She would have been 98 yesterday. And I just, I remember being on her deathbed with her and reliving all the stories of a full life that had very little regret in it. It was just full and the life that was in it. And it's like, that's, that's who I want to be. Yeah. I, that That's so a, a powerful vision for me and moment. I remember with my mom who, who did not live to be in her nineties, but she, when she passed away at 69, she arrived with you know, skidded knees. Like she, she really lived and such a great testimony. My, my kids every day, they think about her and that, that goes to legacy. We could spend a whole conversation. We could spend years talking about that topic. I think it really goes back to that's playing your life in the game yeah. and being clear. And you know, for my mom, professional was, she, she was a phenomenal nurse. She had all the credentials. She had tons of people that were sharing stories about that. And the thing that was most important to her was the relationship that she had with her family. Mm-hmm. And they were there. Yeah. And I and think that's such a testament of how we choose to live full out in our life. And it looks so different for each of us. Yeah. I, I heard the other day, maybe you've heard this, said that we all have winning strategies and, and they actually kind of trick us because they are winning strategies and we do win. And it sounds like that's what you were saying of what you were doing in your life. You were winning in some areas, but not in others. And it's really challenging to break down a winning strategy and reinvent it because you think there's a bigger game to play. Yeah, absolutely. And your big game looks so different than somebody else's big game. And we spend so much time in comparison or what we've been taught is the game we're supposed to play all of those things. And it's, it's like, your big game may be being the best kindergarten teacher ever in your definition of kindergarten teacher and the impact that you're making on those little kids. Your big game may be finally saying yes to the organic farm that you have wanted to go live off the grid, get away from all the things that right now is your page in life. And you've, you've always wanted to, and you finally say yes to having that experience. And, uh, there's a, there's a local, uh, here I'm outside of Kansas city and there is a local, uh, donkey farm that is an organic farm that rescues donkeys that, uh, creates juice, raw pressed juice and all of this. And it's like, it was just a woman that had this idea and she put all of it together and it's such a win, 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 win for the community. And she's living her best, most extraordinary life and making a difference and spends her days out in the wildflowers and with the donkeys. And that's her big game, you know? And so what's your big game? The other thing that I want everybody to hear is it evolves it evolves. I was just talking to my kids about this and I actually just did a post on social media about this exact thing is that we still live under this pretense of I'm supposed to figure it out. I'm supposed to know my purpose. I'm supposed to 
all of this. And then that's what it's going to be for the rest of my life. You know, and we're asking, we're asking these 17 year old kids, like, have you figured out what you want to do in life? And it's like, you know, if you take me back to the, the woman that's standing in New York city that has had this amazing career, I'm asking that question all over again. It's like, give yourself permission to ask the questions and give yourself permission to change into who you are becoming and just keep saying yes to the next best version of you, whatever that game is and give permission for the evolution and the unfolding of your life. Let it be a surprise and a delight and go through all the things you get to go through to be there. Cause it's not, you're not always winning. You know, when you were talking about the winning strategy, you're not always winning, but when you're not, it's when you are being, you are being morphed, you are being, uh, you, are growing, you're going through everything that is creating your next best self. So, Oof. yes, yes. And yes, <laughs> we're going to go on our last quick break. And when we get back, we're going to wrap all of this up. You'll see the Kathleen recent show, pushing the boundaries of leadership here on Inspired Choices Network. Talk to you in just a second. Are you enjoying the conversations on The Kathleen Reeson Show? Kathleen speaks both in person and virtually at companies, conferences, and retreats all over the world. Learn about booking Kathleen Reeson for your next event at KathleenReeson.com. That's KathleenReeson.com. Welcome back to The Kathleen Reeson Show, pushing the boundaries of leadership. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the Kathleen Recent Show, Pushing the Boundaries of Leadership. And here we have been talking all about how to live an extraordinary life with my friend and guest, Carrie Stanley. So Carrie, if people have heard what you're up to, they want to be a part of Grace on Fire. How do they do that? How do they connect with you? Yeah, the best way is just to connect with me on social media. So wherever you love to play, I am probably there except for TikTok. I have not made my way onto TikTok just yet. Oh, that would be great. (laughs) Yes, but I am on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, uh, Carrie Stanley for Facebook, Carrie Stanley underscore adventures on Instagram. LinkedIn is also Carrie Stanley. So any of those places you can find me, connect with me. I love hearing from just anyone that's heard a meaningful conversation that got even the tiniest takeaway that they get to apply to their lives. So definitely send me a message or something like that. That's the best place. Um, and you can also go to my website, which is www.carriestanley.com. You can find me there. And then I also have a podcast that is Grace on Fire. If you'd like to listen into conversations very similar to this as well there. Beautiful. So Grace on Fire, we've heard about the retreats. Tell me what is coming up. They all, all the ones you've talked about sound amazing. So tell me what's on the docket. Yeah. So, so I've actually got a a VIP group experience. It's a retreat up in Door County in a couple of weeks. It's actually uh, the third week of June. And then in September, I have got a retreat with one of my absolute best friends. We're doing it together out in California. That is a luxury retreat for women leaders that we are spending um, four days in just the most epic location in California and really just having you step fully into your dreams. That is coming up then. 
And then I'm going, my first ever retreat ever was in Costa Rica. It was when I finally said yes. Like people were like, when are you going to finally run in one of these retreats? And it was four years ago in November. So I'm going back again, which is super fun and doing a retreat in Costa Rica for a week. And that is November um, 15th through the 20th. And we play with monkeys. We do all kinds of workout on the ocean. It's an amazing luxury experience with the infinity pool and the adventures and the whole nine yards. And you will experience the most powerful breakthroughs in the jungle and on the ocean and community of women that are truly stepping into living an ignited life living an extraordinary life and are ready for sacred expansion, which is one of the things that I love to talk about. Like, what does it really look like to intentionally expand into this extraordinary life and see life as the sacred gift that it is? And so we do all of it there with, of course, amazing food, personal chefs, like all, all the things. So That sounds incredible. So we'll talk more about that, you and I. And thank you for being on this show today. What's the, you think about people that have been listening, they've got their own takeaways, but really the top thing you want people to remember from this experience today. Number one thing that is coming to me is that we have a choice to show up for our own life. And so often we have given that power away and we're not really thinking about how am I choosing to experience it right now, the fullness of it right now. And I always say, live your most extraordinary adventure. So the first thing is, do you know what that is? And if you don't, great, you get to be in curiosity. You get to be in the wonder and the play of it all. The second thing is, is if you've got something burning in you that you're like one day, one day, one day, I invite you today to just start saying yes to your most extraordinary adventure now. And so whatever's been burning, what's the first step that I can say yes to right now? Because just with that simple yes, you can change your entire life. So don't look back with regret, look forward with, I'm choosing what I'm creating now. Yes. What can I say yes to? Very exciting. Next week. So to, to play off of this next week, we're having a show on curiosity and how do we really be curious? And I'll tell you at that one being curious has supported me more in my professional and my personal life. And just asking questions from a place of always having that beginner mentality. Like mm-hmm. maybe I think I know, but what would it be like if we were just curious and dug in? And that really, it's like the ex- next extension of this conversation. So that's next week. Make sure you turn tune in for that. And Carrie, I'm, I'm just so thankful that you joined today. You've been such a gift to my life. And you're the person I think of whenever I, I've got my fist clenched tight and think, oh, I want this to be some way. And I realize that my vision is what's tucked into my hand and I'm crushing it. And I get yeah. to breathe and relax in order for it to come out. So thank you for everything that you be and the impact that you make on my life and your words today to share with the audience. So I really appreciate you being here. 
Mm, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being the visionary with this show and all the people that it's reaching and who you are in the world. And it's, it's so fun to partner in life. That's back to what we were talking about earlier, partner in life with people that want to support your dreams and get around that energy because it's contagious. So thank you for being one of those people in my life. Absolutely. And so before we started the show today, one of the things that I got to remember is that today is actually the beginning of the third year of the iteration of the show. And even when it started, it was the, the intention was that I got to get my voice out in a consistent way. And so three years ago, well, two, two full years ago, we just started the third year today, but two full years ago, think about where we were. That was June 1st of the, of 2020 in the pandemic. And so it was really just sharing this voice of how do we get started? I had a lot of people around me saying, how do we start a business? I, I don't know if I've got job security. I want to start a business. And I'd started seven. And I thought, well, I could talk about that. And so when it first started, it was Profit Launch with Kathleen Reese. And if you go back to the original shows within the podcast, that's how it was labeled. And I ran that way until October. And in October, what happened? Then my mom died. And I realized if I'm going to be on the radio or TV or anything that using my voice, then it's got to, I got to make sure it's aligned with exactly what my messaging is. And the very first show was a TV episode. So here I am bawling, sharing the experience of, of my mom. And so the way that this show has really revamped, I came out with new branding and I thought, well, the Kathleen recent show, because that gives some space to be able to create. Yeah. And now here we are entering our third year. So I think that really emphasizes if you've got a dream inside you, it doesn't have to be perfect from the beginning. Let it be whatever it's going to be and know that it'll evolve. Carrie, you said that, that it just gets started. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was just listening to one of my mentors this morning that was talking about action breeds clarity, like just be in movement and yeah. be in movement of the things that you are curious about or the things that you are in that has been a dream of yours or just experimenting, exploring all of that. You will figure it out. The universe is in your favor. God is <laughs> yes. in your favor. So, yes, so allow, that, allow that to actually sweep you up and, and carry you and just start saying yes and taking movement. So I Same, love that. Yes. Congrats, congratulations on three years. That's incredible. And I love that it's gotten to evolve with you and then the impact that it gets to create. And that's that right there is the true essence of just say yes. It will yes, figure it out. Say say yes. 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 The most important thing, just say yes. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Carrie. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week on the Kathleen Reeson show. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Kathleen Reeson show, pushing the boundaries of leadership. Kathleen Reeson will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Have a great week.